Welcome to Talent Hub Talk. I'm Ben Duncan, and on this podcast, I will be interviewing prominent and inspirational figures from both the local ANZ and global Salesforce Ohana. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. This week, it's just myself. I am going to be doing a quick episode on how you can optimize your LinkedIn profile for, I guess, getting contact from either recruiters, hiring managers from companies directly, or really just to show your skill set and your experience in the best way possible and get the most attention onto your LinkedIn profile. Now, some of you may be watching or listening to this thinking, I already get enough engagement on my LinkedIn. I get posts daily from recruiters and hiring managers, and I really don't need any more contact. My advice is, even if you're already getting a lot of contact, you know your, your profile should still be optimized. One day, the perfect company, the perfect role, your dream job, the hiring manager could be looking at your profile and may overlook it because your profile doesn't sing and shout what you do and who you are. So I think there's some real quick tips that we can run through that I think everyone should consider, everyone should look at just to really get their LinkedIn profile humming, getting as much attention because attention is never a bad thing unless you are literally swamped with emails from recruiters and you can't review your inbox without seeing another LinkedIn email coming in. If you are, I do understand that might be frustrating, but it doesn't mean that your LinkedIn profile shouldn't be as optimized as possible. So my first piece of advice is to to make it really clear what you actually do. Now that might seem really obvious, but I review hundreds of LinkedIn profiles every week. And sometimes I really have to dig deep and look high and low to understand what someone actually does. Now, I, I don't mean, you know, it's not clear they work in Salesforce. I can often quite clearly see that someone works in Salesforce because they might have certifications or they might have Salesforce written across their profile. But what I'm really looking for is what is your actual role? Like what's your target role? What's the role you have now? And for it to be really clear around the skill set that you have. So I'll give an example here, the one that jumps out to me and I see quite regularly, Accenture as a company, they have tiers, they have different job titles within the business. And when I look at someone from Accenture, quite often, I can't really clearly see what that person does. You know, are they a developer? Are they a functional consultant? Are they a solution architect? Because quite often they use the job title that they're given from Accenture. So that could be a business integration analyst or a senior manager or a business integration manager, as an example. So to me, if that person is looking for work, it can sometimes be quite hard to understand what their actual job is. So my recommendation is that you always use a job title or have it really clearly written across your profile, either the job that you're in that aligns to the broader Salesforce ecosystem or the role that you're targeting. If you're looking for development positions, then it should be really clear from looking at your LinkedIn profile that you are actually a developer. So although your contract might say something different, your LinkedIn profile needs to show what you actually do. You know, what is your skill set? How does that align to the broader Salesforce ecosystem? My next point is, are you keeping your LinkedIn profile up to date? Now, a lot of people have created their LinkedIn profile many years ago and may only update their LinkedIn when they move between jobs. And something that recruiters and hiring managers and hiring companies are looking for is they're doing what is called a Boolean search. So they're typing in, in speech marks, Salesforce administrator and lightning migration, as an example. 
So they're looking to see a list of candidates that have done a lightning migration as a Salesforce administrator. So if your LinkedIn profile isn't showing the more recent projects that you've worked on and is only showing your job title as an example and not giving the detail of the projects that you've done, then you may be getting overlooked for particular roles. Now, in some cases, the recruiter will still just message you to see if you've worked on a lightning migration but there will be times where someone's looking for a really specific skill or project that you may have worked on. And if it isn't listed on your LinkedIn profile, they may not contact you. So my recommendation is every time you've done a project or a piece of work, make sure that's detailed on your LinkedIn profile. And again, this comes back to some of my previous content around you know, what to have on your CV. And it's not just a list of tasks, but it's a list of responsibilities and achievements and not just a list of tasks that you, you may have undertaken in a role previously. So yeah, just make sure both the roles and the about you section is up to date. It shows what you're doing today. It shows what you've done recently. And it gives a really, really good insight into who you are and the kind of skills that you have and the kind of work that you might be interested in. The third point is to consider whether or not you're using all of the features that LinkedIn has. Now, they have some, some really cool features now that perhaps they didn't have when you created your profile or things you might not have looked at recently. Now, one of the ones I really like is the featured post. If you look at my LinkedIn profile, you'll see there's three boxes as featured posts and you can scroll across to see more of them. But the featured post I use to highlight some of my favorite content that I've released over the years. And the first one, as an example, is a picture of Pip Marlowe where Pip was on our podcast. So anyone that's looking at my profile will immediately see that Pip Marlowe has been a guest on our podcast. Now, for me, that gives a, a level of credibility for potentially um, clients, potentially Salesforce job seekers. And for me, it's really important to use that feature to feature some of the most value-add content that I've released. Now, you as a, a Salesforce professional, it might be content related around you know, some of the work that you've done. That could be an article that you've written, a blog you've released about a certain topic within Salesforce. It could direct people out to some of the, the work that you've done in your own org. There's lots of different use cases for this featured post, but it's definitely something that really makes your LinkedIn profile pop. It's a tool that everyone should be using for some sort of content they've released. Now, that doesn't just have to be posts. It can be featured articles, links, or media. So if you've been a guest on a podcast before, you can link out there. If you've had an article released on a, a Salesforce publication, like Salesforce Ben, as an example, then you can link out to that article there. So it's a really, really useful tool that everyone should be using. And then the other one is projects. So if you go to your LinkedIn profile, there's an add section and you can add an achievement and, and that can be a project. So if there's uh, some really, really high profile projects you've worked on or projects that you're really happy with or you're proud of or something where you've learned something new or you've added significant value, then it's really advisable to have those projects listed out. I think you can also add some of the people that were on the project with you. So you can list their name, you can tag them to that project. And it's just a, a nice way of making your, your profile pop and show some of the work that you've done in the past without it just having to be a section of under each job. So yeah, just a way of, of showcasing some of the work that you've delivered and you're particularly proud of. Point number four is, are you active? So there's obviously an activity section on your page and it shows the posts you've put out, the comments you've made on other people's posts and, and just your most recent activity. Now, I appreciate that not everyone wants to be active on LinkedIn, but the reason I think the activity section is important is because Obviously, sometimes you will be found in a search, people will be looking for a particular new hire, and they'll come across your profile, they'll add you, they'll send you a message, or they'll get in touch because they've done a search looking for you. But 
often I find uh, some of the people that I come across on LinkedIn are people that I've seen commenting on other people's posts or putting out posts themselves. So this, yes, it will add value to your profile because people, when they go on your profile, they can see what you've been saying and doing. But I also think this will bring more attention to your profile because if you are going onto other people's posts and, and leaving a comment and giving your side of your insight, your, your explanation as to, to the questions they're asking, or just some, some intel around the Salesforce ecosystem or, or really anything you're interested in, then this is going to bring much more attention to your profile because people that have viewed that post that are connected with the other person will potentially see your comment and will then direct themselves across to your page because you know you might have posted something that's really interesting to them. So I think it's really important to be active to engage with other people's posts and post your own posts if you're feeling confident and comfortable. But if you're not comfortable to post your own posts, then engage with others and that will bring more attention to your profile. And then when people do come across to your profile and you've ticked the other boxes that I previously mentioned, then people will understand what you do. They can see where you'll add value and they can see what you've been working on, some of your featured posts or articles or links, and they'll get a really good insight into who you are and what you can do. The fifth and sixth point kind of align and, and their endorsements and recommendations. So with endorsements, I, I've often kind of struggled to see the value in endorsements because often it's just friends endorsing each other or, or past colleagues that might just think it's a, a nice touch to give you a quick endorsement. But where Salesforce is evolving and ever evolving and there's new technologies and new tools and new products that are always coming to market, I actually think the endorsement section can be utilized quite valuably. Um, so if you've worked on a project before and you do ask uh, an ex-colleague or peer or manager to endorse you, the more endorsements you get for an area that you've worked, it does really make your profile stand out. And if people are looking at that section, it makes it really clear that you do have experience in that space. So my recommendation is to, you know, make sure that your endorsements are up to date, that you're adding skills perhaps that you want to highlight, and then also asking people that you've worked with before to give you endorsements in those areas. And often, as I mentioned before, and I pointed out Accenture as a company that have different job titles, when I look at a profile and I can't work out exactly what that candidate does, are they a developer, are they a functional consultant, the next place I go is to the endorsements, because I can see that even if they're endorsed for things that aren't necessarily Salesforce, so you know, if someone's endorsed for, for Java, then to me, that gives some indication that they actually might be a developer. So then I'm communicating with them around potential developer opportunities rather than functional consultant. And, and I, I'll obviously inquire as to, to what kind of roles they would be interested in. But I'm trying to make a picture to understand, you know, what can I take to this person that might be of interest? And, and that's why I think having endorsements and showcasing the, the skills you have and making sure that peers and, and previous colleagues are also endorsing you for those skills just does give a, another level of insight into to the, the value you can add to a client. And then my final point is recommendations. Some people like them, some people don't. It's basically like a reference, right? So if you apply for a job and you've got a really strong reference from a previous manager, then that always looks great. So I don't see why you wouldn't use recommendations. And my advice is every time you finish a role or you finish a project, ask someone, maybe one, maybe two different people that you've worked with or worked for on that project or, or with that company to leave a recommendation around you know, the work that you've delivered what the outcomes were, how you performed, you know, how they found working with you and just something that adds one extra layer of credibility to your profile. Uh, if you're listening to this and you don't have much experience and you're looking for your first role, then there are still people that can, can recommend you. So, you know, have you got a mentor? Has someone been helping you with training? Has someone been guiding you? And, and they can still give you recommendations around, you know, how quickly you learn, 
how you approach different situations, how they've found working with you and, and coaching you. Um, there's different angles that you can come from. And I think having recommendations on your profile definitely gives that extra layer of credibility. I mean, if I was a job seeker and I looked at a recruiter's profile and they had recommendations from other job seekers that had been placed into roles, then that would give me a layer of confidence that that person is someone that I would want to engage with. And I think it works both ways, right? If I look at a candidate's profile and they've got recommendations and referrals from previous hiring managers saying that they did a really good job, then yeah, I, I feel comfortable that they, uh, they're potentially a good candidate for some of my other clients. So to summarize, make sure your profile is really, really clear what you do. Make sure that when you are listing your jobs, that you have it in a style that would come up in a Boolean search. So think people will be looking for Salesforce developers or senior Salesforce developers. So make sure your profile says Salesforce developer, make sure it says senior Salesforce developer, even little things like if you have Salesforce senior developer, then sometimes you wouldn't come up in a search because people might be looking for senior Salesforce developers or just Salesforce developers. So the fact that you have a word in between Salesforce and developer in some searches, if they're performing a really specific search would mean that your profile wouldn't come up. So I recommend thinking like that, thinking, you know, what would people search for? How do I make sure that throughout my profile, it's really clear what my job titles have been and what my job title is now and how that aligns with the kind of role that I'm looking for. Point two, make sure it's up to date. Make sure you're regularly updating the different sections and updating roles and giving some real context around what you've been working on because people do look for specifics. And if you haven't listed specifics, then you know your profile might not pop compared to other people. Make sure you're using all the features and definitely including the featured post section. Make sure you're active. You can bring a lot of attention to your profile by commenting on other people's posts. So you don't have to necessarily post yourself. You can find ways of bringing attention to your profile by engaging with other people's posts and comments. And definitely look at endorsements and recommendations. There's absolutely no reason why not to have them. Yes, they, they won't necessarily get you a job, but they definitely look good on your profile. They can bring some good attention to your profile and they definitely give a layer of credibility that you've done good work in the past and can do good work again in the future. So yeah, hopefully you found this interesting. Feel free to reach out if you've got any questions. Um, if you'd like me to review your profile, drop me a LinkedIn message and I'll, I'll do my best to get to everyone's profiles and aim to come back as quickly as possible. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get some popping LinkedIn profiles in the market soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talent Hub Talk. If you're enjoying the podcast, we'd love it if you could subscribe and also leave a short review. Um, we're keen for this podcast to reach as many people in the Salesforce ecosystem as possible. And your reviews will help us. Do